You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome again to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we're going to talk about revival, everything we can think to talk about revival. And today we're going to talk about Babylon and what Babylon represents and how you can kind of know that revival is sort of starting in your church, in your life, maybe your family. What's some signs that maybe it's uh, sort of happening and it needs to start happening? I want to tell you, uh, this is uh, for America. This is the weakest I've ever seen our country in my lifetime. And there's been times when it got weak and uh, transitions came, but never have I seen an America so weak. And I'm not talking about the military weak. Uh, I think it's been weaker probably through history, but uh, I'm talking about the, the soul of America, weak, uh, and I think other countries are looking to take advantage of our weakness, and so I'm concerned about it, and I think the best way to do it is get that strength. You know, the, the Bible tells the people of God to be strong in the Lord and to be very courageous, you know, and we've lost that in the church, and that'd be the best place we can get it. So I want to talk about that a little bit, and uh, how do you know revival is sort of starting, kicking up its heels? You know, in the ni- 90s, mid-90s, uh, there were revivals popped up in churches all over the world, thousands of places. And, uh, but that's not by chance, but there are things you can do to increase the chance, okay? So what happened was uh, all around the world, the Spirit of God began to move on people that they, they started a, a desire to want to have a move of God, whether you call it revival or whatever, a real move of God, this hunger. And it wasn't by chance that it was happening at the same time in thousands and thousands of people. Some were wanting to lead, some were wanting to follow, some were just a touch from God. And, and uh, I was one of those. And I started my journey in 1994, uh, searching and searching. Of course, really, I started in the 80s when I believed in revival. I didn't know anything about it. I started studying what is a real revival. And I didn't take it by modern just, you know, what everybody said today, I went back and studied the revivals uh, hundreds of years, you know, even biblical revivals when God began to do great things. And then, so I, I began to get hungry and hungry, but it wasn't just me. It was others around the world. And so that's what we want today. We've got to have uh, men and women in the church that start getting hungry for something more than we have and realize that revival might be the answer to our survival in this country, in this country. You know, I think some, some uh, historians or people that know more than I do about it, uh, I've read books where they felt that uh, one of the reasons Japan attacked Pearl Harbor that put the United States in the war, World War II, was because they, because it didn't seem, it didn't make sense to me. Why would they do that? And I think I've read where some believe that uh, the Japanese believed that the United States people and government didn't have the heart to fight back. They thought easy win, they'll, we'll, 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 you know, they'll compromise, we'll make a deal or whatever. 
and we wouldn't fight back. And I think that same attitude is in the world today, that America does not have the will to fight. We can't even fight crime we, in our streets. We can't fight the mob that's going into department stores and just walking out with what they want. Hardware stores, you know, expensive stores, grocery stores, and, uh, and we're worried about food shortages and the prices and inflation and gas. I mean, there's so much we're worried about now in our country that if a, another country wants to do something to another country, we go, well, that's none of our business. We got our own problems. And I think many uh, people are thinking that way. So anyway, so revival might turn out to be survival and bring the strength and the power of God and the heart and soul willing to stand up for the things of God. So anyway, I'm reading from the book of Revelation. Uh, on Babylon. And uh, the first part in 18 says, fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. Now we first got to go back to con uh, the context of this. We got the content, but the context, and you're going to find a lot of people, they're going to tell you what the book of Revelation is about. But uh, if you read it carefully and really understand it, let's take it first to the people it was written for and when it was written. It's a little bit hard to um, explain that the prophet uh, John and his words that he's getting uh, would be there and all of a sudden he'd get a revelation for 2,000 years later or maybe 2,500 years and maybe 3,000, you know, we don't know when it's going to be, all this is going to happen, we don't have any idea and had nothing for the people then that were in a great battle at that time with the Roman Empire. So I think your best scholars in the world are going to say, first of all, read it, read the book of Revelation as though it's talking about the Roman Empire and its fall when you talk about Babylon. Babylon is a, is a representation, uh, not just of the Roman Empire, but all through the Bible of a uh, spiritual corruption, uh, paganism, spiritual corruption, a compromise, a military power, and a political power. And Rome was all those things. So when they wrote it, they didn't want to say Rome, so they said Babylon, but that's good because it's also in the Old Testament. Babylon has fallen, okay, and so it's coming down. It's, uh, it's, uh, it says it's uh, become a dwelling for demons, okay? So now the problem of it is, is when you keep reading, is how do you know that there's a chance that God is doing something and that we might be on the verge of a real move of God? It, you keep reading down here, and it says this, Come out of her, my people so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. And so when I read the word plagues, I perk up because what's going on in our country today? Are we experiencing some plagues? Maybe. But anyway, the idea is come out of her. You want to save yourself from, her, from what's going on, so come out of her. So here's what the, the word in Revelation was, is the, particularly the Jewish people, but at this time also the Gentiles were believing and part of the church. And uh, he said, don't get mixed up in that lifestyle, in the worldliness of Rome, because they really liked, you know, they, they didn't like the Romans, but they liked what the Romans brought the prosperity and the ease and the entertainment and all those things. And so he said, but come out of her. And you can notice that when people are wanting to come out of worldliness, they're tired of too much world and want to get more into the spirit, more into the kingdom, more into the things of the church, you're getting a sign that we're on the verge of maybe a breakthrough of revival, uh, refreshing, you know, all those words that we talk about, the spirit of God, the 
the kingdom of God, the glory of God, the presence of God, the increase. People are coming out. People want out at least. People want out of the level they're in and they want to go to another level with God. So it says, come out of her so that you'll not share in, in her sins and get yourself in trouble. And, uh, so that's one of the signs that revival is near or nearing because people want out of what they're in. If they don't want out of what they're in, we're not there yet. And sometimes I get concerned that the Christians are just sitting in the middle of worldliness and despair and up, you know, and, and depression and all the things and uh, anger and upset and they're victims and they're blaming everybody and all that stuff. And they're just sitting in it. And they're just sitting in it trying to get through another week. And here it says, you've got to come out of all that. That's not the spirit of God. That's not the kingdom of God. That's not the attitude of God. And it says, come out of all that stuff. Come out of it. Get out of that stuff. And out of just wanting to be entertained and, and play and all that stuff. And come into the kingdom of God. So that's, that's what the book of Revelation says. And it's talking about Rome. Now, can we apply it to us? Well, I'm applying it right now. I'm applying it to the things of God right, right now, okay? So then, uh, there's so many great scriptures on that, but then if you go over to the book of Jeremiah, it says basically the same thing. 51, it says, flee from Babylon, run for your lives. So clear back in the Old Testament with Jeremiah, they had the same problem. It was not the same Babylon, but it's the same spirit of Babylon. The compromised religion, the... Po political uh, things going on, the power of politi the politicians, the political, the military, a military power with politics, and of course, pagan or compromised religion. And so here the, pr the prophet's saying the same thing that John's saying in Revelation. So it works for them, it works for John in his day, and it works in our day, right? Flee from Babylon, run for your lives. Don't go down with the sins of the world and worldliness today that's destroying us and causing the church to be so weak that it's falling into the same trap as people who don't go to church, don't know God, don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah, don't care. They might believe in somewhat of Jesus, but they're not wanting to serve. They're not wanting to, to, to live the life of, of, of a of a person in the kingdom of God, that holiness and serving and following and worshiping and all those things. And so it says, run for your lives. And uh, so Babylon in that day says it come, it eventually comes down, right? And it came, it's going to come down. In the book of Revelation, Rome came down and, and the things, get out of it, get out of it. And in our day, there's going to come a time when, when if we don't do something different, this Babylonian spirit is going to come down and we'll go down with it if we don't do something different. And so this says Babylon will suddenly fall. True in their day, true in John's day in our day. Okay, it's a prophetic word that works for every generation. Babylon will suddenly fall, all right? And get this now. Here's what it says. We would have healed Babylon. So that means it, it all could change. Even the world could change, right? Now we're talking about a revival in the church that breaks forth into the world. And he says, we would have healed Babylon. Now NIV says, but she cannot be healed. Some other translations are stronger. It says, but she refused to be healed. That's why there's, if, if, if Babylon refuses to be healed, then you only have one choice and that's get out of her. 
If she could be healed, we'd heal her. But Jeremiah says, don't get fooled. She refuses to be healed. Get out. Get out of the spirit of the world. Get out of that worldliness. Get out of feeling sorry for yourself. Get out of defeat. Get out of, of debt. Get out of feeling like you're the victim. You want to blame everybody. You want to, you're willing to be depressed. And you just want somebody to encourage you. You know, you, know, you got to always have somebody tell you you're loved and you're important and you're special. Get out of that. We're here to make Jesus feel special. Be empowered by his spirit and by his kingdom. And when you can get out of Babylon and your church wants to get out, your pastor says, let's get out of this worldliness and get into the kingdom of God. You know, revival's not far away. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.